Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Solo Agent Podcast. This is your host Pages and we have Raj and Kabir today with us. Today we have not only just a special guest but a celebrity in the house. Uh, Kabir, do you want to do a quick introduction? I'll be happy to do that. Okay, so we have a TikTok celebrity who sold 50 plus houses in the first year. Mr. Connor Kelly, known as the Agent Kelly. What's up everybody? Thank you for having me on. Awesome, Our thank pleasure. you. Uh, thanks Connor for coming by. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know you, can you give us a quick 30 to 60 second introduction, a little bit about you, your personal life, what you do? Yeah, so I was a plumber for eight and a half years, um, owned a couple investment properties and just all the content that I consumed, I spent pretty much all my free time consuming like educational content, investing content, books, podcasts, everything. And, Seemed like everybody that I followed was a realtor for some reason, right? right? Like all these guys that preach like financial independence and all this stuff, they were all realtors for some reason. So I was like, all right, all these guys appear to have money for whatever reason. So yeah. I guess I'm gonna go be a real estate agent. <laughs> and then, I didn't know that, that you were in this field for about eight plus years because being around houses, I guess you know a house better than a realtor would because they don't have the plumbing experience or fixing the house experience. That probably complements what you do then, right? Totally, right? Yeah. And I hear, you know, like a big thing in our industry is that, oh, does the house have poly B? Yeah. Oh, it's got poly B, right? And that's like the worst thing ever. I bet 99% <laughs> people don't even know what that means. Yeah, like people will literally like back out of a house yeah. because it has like poly B piping. And, yeah. You know, it costs like four grand, five grand to change the piping. And the piping itself isn't even that bad to begin exactly. with, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just knowing little things like that, I can kind of ease my clients, I guess. Give them peace of mind. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. perfect. It's funny that reminds me of a quick little story. Yeah. I was at a showing. I know what Poly B is. Uh, so this showing, my client asked the agent, hey, is the piping, do you know what kind of plumbing the house has? He goes, oh, the regular one? And <laughs> I'm like, what? What's what do you mean by the regular, regular one, one, right? Yeah. It was just funny. But yeah. <laughs> funny. Awesome. No, thank you for yeah. that. So how old are you, Kelly, and how long you've been in real estate? I turned 28, like, five days ago. Oh, uh, happy belated. Yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah. And uh, I've been in real estate now since last August, so just over a year. Awesome. Perfect. So in less than a year, you scored way more than 50 deals. That was just the first year. Yeah. So just in the first half of your uh, entrance into this world, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, I mean, I did a lot better than I thought I would do. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I remember at the beginning of the year, I had wrote down in my goals, I was like, I want to do, like, eight deals in my first year, <laughs> right? So I obviously surpassed my expectations, that's, right? That's but, wonderful. Good so job. that's great. So that's yeah. actually uh, pretty close to my next question, right? So tell us a little bit about your backstory. I know you said you were a plumber, but what exactly got you and deciding into coming full-time into real estate and why did you do it? Take us back to this moment because we want to know a bit more about you. Well, I just know that humans rarely perform unless it's out of necessity, right? So you're never going to, you know how they say like don't half-ass stuff, right? You're never going to accomplish anything using only half of your ass, right? right? So I just knew that if I got into real estate and I was part-time, right, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy to say like, I might not succeed and I might not make money, so I'm gonna hold on to my only my other job just right. in case I don't make money. Well, right. I mean, you're just right off the bat telling yourself there, I'm not yeah. gonna make money, so I should right. keep this other job, right? Fair. If you just say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make it happen, like, you will make it happen. Like, you simply will, right? You're so, against the wall, so you have to do what it takes, right? Exactly, backs against the wall, and yeah. you don't have a choice but to make it happen, to make right? It happen. So that's why I just jumped into it full time, okay. and like that's always my recommendation to any new real estate agent is like, go full time. People don't want to sell their one point six million dollar home with a part time realtor, 
sense. I agree with you actually. Uh, in the beginning, I was part-time uh, for a couple of months when I was learning and I felt that it wasn't fair to the people that I was working with because again, if you want to do something part-time, go find a part-time job. Yeah. Right? It's like you can't be a doctor part-time or a lawyer part-time or anything that you want to pursue for your passion or career. You can't do it part You can't do school yeah. part-time if you want to get a degree. You're going to have to go all in, right? Yeah. Or have a plan at least. So totally. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. So can you tell us a little bit about what were some of the challenges that you faced in the first year? It doesn't look like a lot of challenges, or I'm sure but there must be. Yeah. Uh, and uh, how did you got your first deal? My first deal was actually my girlfriend's dad. So that one was handed to me on a silver platter, right? Uh, challenges, I mean, like, this is a business of, like, literally nothing but challenges, right? So, I mean, one of the main challenges I had was I was scared to cold call. I was scared to doorknock. I was especially scared to get on video. And then once the video started working, yeah. just posting videos all the time, right? People would leave shitty comments and then, you know, like... I would literally let like one shitty comment like ruin my whole day. I, I actually uh, right? do uh, read some of the comments that people throw up on your uh, TikToks. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll actually go over some of them a little bit later in the video. But it's it's good that you are so, your endurance towards that, it's excellent because you're just looking past that. And that yeah. one person making the positive comment or needing help, their life is uh, going to change if they make the right investment, right? Exactly. So that's what matters. And, and that's who I'm catering to, right? I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are just always gonna say negative stuff no matter what you say. Exactly. But I'm more so catering to the people who, you know, have an open mind that, exactly. it, it, that I can actually change the way they exactly. view things, right? So. That's great. Oh, perfect. So you got your first deal, that's awesome. So when, after that, like, can you tell us, when did you really started seeing growth? Like what happened in the phase in between where you really started seeing massive growth in your career? Yeah, so I was making like 50 to 75 cold calls a day, did that first deal for my girlfriend's dad and then bought him into a townhome. And it wasn't until like, I want to say two months in, I had been making just two TikToks a day every single day. Nothing was really coming from it. People were following me, people were commenting. And then I had posted this pre-sale and I ended up selling four in there which was ended up being like a wow. $25,000 day or something like that, right, right, right. <laughs> right? And I was like, whoa, I was like, this TikTok thing, this is real, right? Yeah. And pretty much since that point, like two months in, now my phone just realistically hasn't stopped ringing since. And um, Which yeah. is wonderful. If you get too busy, you can give them my number. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Actually, Kabir's biggest deal, I think it was $10 million north, came from social media. Wow. from a piece of content yeah development parcel so like the power social media has a lot of people look at social media as a report card flashing off their lifestyle which is okay which is good because that's what people are clicking on that's right yeah. but what really social media is it's just a platform to connect with other people yeah right and if you do it right you can actually leverage it for your business yeah which is what you're doing and I'm doing that too a lot and everybody should be doing that if somebody is a new realtor they should really look into instead of getting that $700 bus bench $700 or maybe ads or exactly. something else that will give them a At the better end of the return. Day, like you're trying to build relationships with people, right? Correct. Your net worth is your network, right? The yep. more relationships that you have, the more money you're going to make, right? Uh, good relationships, obviously. What people don't realize is every video you post where you're being yourself on camera, you're actually, without even knowing it, you're building a relationship exactly. with the viewer on the other side of the camera, exactly. right? So, uh, you know, you're building relationships with thousands of people that think they know you personally and then mm -hmm. 
eventually they see you out walking on the street or whatever. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, I follow you and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like you've already built that relationship. You didn't yeah. have to yeah. cold call somebody, cold call them again 10 times to build up that relationship and, you know, and Correct. be somebody who you're not. Oh, that's the power off video, right? right? That's the power off video. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So because your trajectory is something amazing, right? For somebody who is listening to this podcast, it's brand new, or somebody who has been out there for a really long time and they haven't seen such a massive growth, what is the piece of advice that you will give them? Or what have you learned during this time uh, while you were doing all this? And what really got you and motivated to make two TikTok videos a day? Because people are hesitant to do that, right? So what would you tell to them? I would say definitely make videos, but do everything. Cold call, Correct. door knock, Correct. make videos. Find out what works for you, double down on it. But I, I think people should make videos regardless because it takes barely any time. And like I said, if somebody... You know, if you cold call somebody or they see an ad somewhere or whatever, they're going to go check out your social media anyways, yeah, right? So you should have content up all the time and they'll learn about who you are and that kind of thing. And what was the second part of that question? And like, what did you really got motivated to even start that, right? Like, why did you decide to do that? Listening to a lot of Gary Vee and Grant Cardone and all those guys, they constantly harp on you need to be on social media and building a personal brand. Like the best way to monetize currently right now in our economy is building a personal brand, right? right. It's, it's like, I'm almost like building two businesses at the same time and building a personal brand and I'm building a real estate business. Absolutely. Once you have that audience, you can do other things with the audience as well, right? hundred yeah. percent. All the celebrities right now, uh, all the big names, they're dropping their personal merch. And why are people buying it? Because they have that brand that's been built over these years. Doesn't matter what else they were doing on the site. So coming back to what you said, and yeah, to think about it, this is something on. I listened from Dan Locke when I attended his seminar. Yeah. Right, like uh, if you think about it, people Dan Locke and Taylor's are best friends. By the way, <laughs> <Not really. Yeah. laughs> I did attend his event. It's pretty, uh, pretty knowledgeable guy, right? Yeah. I heard from him uh, like years back. People used to watch superstars on the theater, right? But right. now they're watching them on the on TV and stuff like that, right? So if you think about it, with the power of YouTube. You can be on the same spot where somebody's seeing Tom Cruise while with an ad or with your channel and stuff Absolutely. like that. And Absolutely. the impression that it creates some subconsciously, you don't even realize, but that's a power yeah. of uh, social media, video, YouTube, socially, right? So when he told me, it like just clicked me, right? And so it was really amazing. And then you made 20 videos in a day. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> no, you yeah, went yeah, home yeah. Okay, let's do this now. <laughs> so this relates to uh, my next question and a little bit of shameless plug. Uh, so we specialize in online marketing, right? So what are your feedback on online marketing? Uh, does it work? What do you have to say about that? Online marketing is hands down by far the best tool that we have today. I mean, like 11 years ago, if I wanted 18,000 people to know who I was, I don't even know what I would have to do. Like, even I if you spend a dollar on a stamp, that's 18,000 stamps. <laughs> like, what, like, what would I have had to do like 11 years ago? Like, yeah, yeah. I would have had to go knock on 80,000 doors before like, yeah. 11, like 18,000 yeah. people actually like, remembered who I was. 100%. No, right, right, right. And uh, uh, my next question is a little bit tricky. Uh, let's say if something would have to happen and you were allowed to pick only one platform, like your board comes or God comes to you and hey, you can only pick one platform. What would you pick and why would you pick that? It could be anything like online marketing, offline marketing, door knocking, cold calling, just one thing. Was I, is it catered towards me personally or, for you personally, or what do I for think you, is the best? For you personally, what would you do if that's the only channel you're allowed to prospect on? For me, it's TikTok. Okay. What do I think is the best? YouTube. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. For, for me, you. it's TikTok. I don't know why I heard you say TikTok. 
Which is what platform is that? But anyways, TikTok is uh, again like coming back to Gary Vee. He he has pushed it a lot even before TikTok took off like two three years ago. Yeah. He he used to tell people, hey, if you're listening to me, even if you dislike me, even if you hate me, just go on TikTok. Yeah. It has changed so many lives with a lot of people that have grown their businesses on TikTok. Right. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So Connor, what does your everyday look like right now, and what challenges do you face in your business today? See, my it's like a little bit different for me. Like most agents have a set schedule. I don't. My everyday looks very different from the next day, right? But my day is typically wake up, go to the gym, watch some educational content while I'm eating breakfast, and then just do whatever I have to do that day. I mean, like. I'm shooting videos, I'm going to the office, I'm doing CMAs, sending listings to clients, I'm going on showings, I've got listing appointments, uh, I'm doing podcasts, like I think I have a podcast booked every day this week, and then, um, but it's different every single day, right, for me, and um, I just try to constant, if I have a day where my schedule is blank, I'll fill it with just like doing videos and stuff. Which is, which is great because it's so controversial to what we've been taught by all these old school people that, hey, you must do this four hours a day as a religion. You wake must up go, 4 a.m. You must wake up at 4 a.m. Uh, and I believe in what you said. It's not what time you wake up, but what you do when you're awake. Yeah. Right? So, like, if you can structure your day properly and be focused yeah. when you're doing a certain job, I think that's really what boils it down to you being successful. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I, I think a lot of these guys preach, like, wake up, meditate, cold shower. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a three-hour morning routine. Right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that's wrong. Like, I wish I could do that. But like me personally, I think it's just like just stop wasting fucking time, man. Yeah, like just, just wake do up what and works just for start you. Working. Just do yeah, what right? works for you, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to follow the script. No. Uh, you can just do if something's working for you. Don't go out of your way now and wake up at four a.m. because somebody you follow said so. Yeah. But if you want to wake up at four a.m., yeah. Sure. Yeah, like meditation is great, but it's not going to make you do fifty to seventy-five. Yeah, cold yeah exactly. Do it if your life changes, right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. having a baby, stuff like that, right? Yeah, like that. yeah. It makes you things change. But yeah, like Kabir asks me, "Oh, hey, did you go work out today?" I'm like, "Yeah." When Amaya woke up, that's my girl's name. At three a.m., I was working out till five a.m. because yeah. I was playing with her. Right? Yeah. So life changes in many ways when things happen in your life. But yeah, so which is a very good point to a lot of people that are struggling with. Oh, if I don't do this, I won't get this. Yeah. yeah. If you do that, you'll get that. Just do the work. Exactly. Like, I, and like, I think you should work out and all that stuff is great. Of course. Right. Yeah. But like, don't get so attached to those ideas that Absolutely. I have to do this. The one thing you need to do is just consistently put in the work on one thing every yeah. single Because day. when you do that, it cripples you because then you're thinking all the time, oh, I didn't wake up at 4 a.m. Yeah. yeah. And like what Bruce Lee had, or is Jackie Chan, one of those yeah. guys has this saying, he's like, I don't fear the man that... Yeah. Practices a thousand kicks twice a day or something like that. He's yeah. like, I fear the Every man day, that yeah. practices two kicks a thousand times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's well said. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so, can you tell us a little bit about your achievements uh, that you've had so far, or some of the biggest projects or things that you're working on today that you're really proud of? Well, I got on Red FM last week. Oh, nice. That was pretty cool. Like, mom, I got on the radio, mom. Like, <laughs> you know one I, thing about Connor before he says it himself: whenever I have a pre-sale question. I call him. He's on like my top list. Hey, bro, looking for a pre-sale? What should I look for? Yeah. So he's very well versed when it comes to pre-sales. Can you tell yeah. us about like why did you specialize in like what got you into pre-sales and uh, why if somebody's looking uh, for pre-sale, what advice can you give it to them? Well, honestly, it just came down to when the market was so hot last year. It was like impossible to buy a house. Like I stopped right. going to open houses. I was like. 
telling my clients like, hey man, if you want to go to open house, you can, but there's going to be 40 realtors there and right. it's going to sell for <laughs> and nobody yeah, asking yeah. price, right? So pre-sales was just the easiest way to get my clients into a property. But what I love about pre-sales is they're just so dynamic and so Correct. flexible, right? Correct. Like you put down a deposit, like for an example, like let's take the current market we're in, right? If you buy a pre-sale that's two to four years out, right? Interest rates are likely going to be the same or lower two to four years from now. Rents are likely going to be higher and property values doesn't have to be, but are likely going to be higher as well, right? Whereas if you buy a property right now, you're kind of locking yourself into a property that's going to be cash flow negative four to 500 bucks a month. Absolutely. Well, if you buy a pre-sale, that may not be the case two to four years from now. No and it's only a 10 to 15% deposit. So I mean, yeah, you're not going to get the principal pay down from somebody paying rent for the next two to four years, but you're also not going to be subsidizing that property four to 500 bucks a month for the next two to four years. And you can build some decent equity in the meanwhile. So. Exactly. And then when it, when it comes time to close, maybe interest rates are lower or maybe rent has gone up another three, 400 bucks and the actual monthly cash flow numbers look a lot better than when you bought the property. Correct. Right. Correct. So that's, that's what I like about pre-sales uh, okay. currently right now. Right. Perfect. It's easy to sell pre-sales as well because it's a brand new product. So even when it's close to completion, a lot of people look to flip it and they do sell faster than other older units, even if it's something two years old compared yeah. to something zero years old. If I'm a buyer, I would go for something that's practically brand new. Yeah. So it creates a lot of demand in that sense as well. Yeah. And like our market is so starved for quality inventory. Exactly. Like, like I have buyers looking for two bedrooms in Langley. There might be 62 bedrooms listed for sale. but two of them are actually units Proper. that I would consider buying. Yeah. Like there's two nice units. Yeah. So at least with the pre-sale, you get to pick the floor plan, yeah. where in the building you want it, all that stuff that rarely comes onto the market as Correct. it is. Correct. And you can customize it in some events as well. Yeah. If the developer's open to that, right? Yeah. You can add some special shelving or an extra drawer or a Murphy bed or things like that. Exactly. To fit your lifestyle better, so yeah. why not? So some, yeah, sorry. You no, so yeah, no, I love pre-sales. I just like how dynamic they are, how flexible they are, and all that kind of stuff. So if somebody were to buy a pre-sale in today's market, with uh, you know, I heard another interest rate going up. Uh, oh, it went up, it went today, up already, actually, right? So what would be your advice be for somebody who's looking to buy a pre-sale today? Well, there's a lot of pre-sales right now that are still attached to pricing three, four months ago. Right? If you're buying a pre-sale, obviously you don't want to be buying those pre-sales, right? But you just want to buy something. What it comes down to is like people get really attached to the project, right? Like one that came up last year and, and not to like hate on the project or whatever. I think it was a beautiful project. They had a gym in there and everything. Uh, maybe I shouldn't even say the name actually, but there was a project that came up in Surrey City Center last year, I think towards the end of the year. The one that sold out in three hours? I don't think so. Okay. It was like 1200 bucks a square foot, right? Beautiful project, yeah. amazing developer, but everyone gets so attached to the project, right? No one's going to care about the project like four or five years. You're going to care about the unit. You're going to care about the unit, yeah. right? Yeah. So when it comes to buying a pre-sale, like think about the floor plan, where it is in the building, all that stuff, because the hype behind the project name and who's building it and all that stuff, you know, it's going to matter, but very, very little four to five years from now, right. unless it's like this super unique project. Right. right. That's amazing advice. Thank you for that. Uh, question for you, like, where do you see yourself three to five years down the line, uh, personal life, business life? Yeah, I basically, I, my goal actually from the beginning when I got into real estate was I wanted to be exactly like the people who I 
watched before I got into real estate. And what I eventually want to be is like an influencer, right? So like go from real estate agent to influencer and maybe monetize that way. I love real estate. I love selling real estate, but that's just a much more scalable business model and I can help more people at a at scale. scale. Yeah. Right? You're already an influencer. I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, so for Connor, for anybody who wants to follow you, wants to reach out to you, uh, which would be the best way to do that? They can either just straight up call my phone or, or um, Instagram DMs. It's at uh, that agent Kelly, uh, 604-725-2598. Text me, call me, DM me on Instagram. And what's your TikTok handle? At that agent Kelly. Uh, for some reason, TikTok doesn't allow me to like take DMs from people for some reason, but so just reach out to me on Instagram or text or call or whatever. I'm always trying to reply to everything. Thank you. Yeah. And now the comment section. Yep. <laughs> I did. I did one about golfing a while back that I know had some like pretty rancid comments on it. Yeah. Hold on. Let me know when you're ready. We can. Here it is. Let's see what people are saying right here. Okay, so here's like one that I get all the time, right? Mm -hmm. I hear restaurants need staff, right? Like people, oh, people. So looking at your content, people are referring that. Yeah, okay. that I'm gonna need a new job yeah, yeah. soon, right? Listen, right? <laughs> <laughs> listen, okay. I will liquidate everything I own and get to the point of bankruptcy before I'm wearing a plumbing uniform again there or working at a restaurant. It's the mindset that will always uh, make sure that you're winning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel about the reason why I wanted you to pull out a comment is uh, what do you feel about people throwing negative comments all the time? I, I get that too. Yeah. Yeah. Can't have sun without the rain, bro. Right. <laughs> you can't. You can't be successful 100%. without the hate. They go hand in hand. Yeah. Right. I'm, so I mean, as a as somebody who's going to be in that space, you just got to build thicker skin. You can't block them all. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So it is what it is, kind of a yeah. thing, right? It's about the one life that you can change compared to the thousand comments that are trying to drag you down, but you have a mindset that yeah. will keep you where you are. You just ignore it. Yeah, it is what it is. So it's tough. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, thank you everybody for watching, listening to this amazing podcast. Uh, whatever you are doing, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. It helps us bring amazing guests like Connor to our show. Thank you so much, Connor. For and if you guys uh, want to make some comments on his TikTok, it's <laughs> yeah. that agent Kelly. <laughs> Go check it out. He has Please. good content. Yeah. He has good content. Yeah, I'm feeling good today. I'm hoping somebody can bring my spirits down. <laughs> <laughs>